0: Press Box Banter is the Daily Iowans' weekly sports podcast. Each week, we will talk about local, national, and international sports, host a special guest, and talk predictions for upcoming games. This week's edition features Olivia Spalli, a first-year student on Iowa Swimming and Diving Team.
1: Alright, welcome to another edition of Pressbox Banter. This is the assistant sports editor, Colin. Sports reporter, Brad Schultz. And I'm Matt McGowan, sports reporter. Start the day
2: talking about women's basketball. Um, Iowa upset by Nebraska um, in Lincoln on Super Bowl Sunday. And our own Colin Votsmeyer was in Lincoln to cover it. How, how was that experience?
1: <laughs> um, where do I start? It wasn't that bad. With AJ Ayrton and uh, Cody, good good group. Usually when you when you like if you travel with a group you don't really know that well it's it's tough but um all due respect to my counterparts but um for example brad and i when we went to ames great conversation (laughs) two-hour conversation there two-hour conversation back um northern iowa was or not northern iowa sorry we're not gonna talk about that nebraska wasn't that bad um four and a half hour drive is kind of tough I definitely had to crack a Mountain Dew and some sugar <laughs> on the way back. Uh, called my dad, called my friends just to, you know, wake me back up. Um, but it wasn't that bad. Lincoln's not a bad area. Omaha was nice. Not nice, I wouldn't say nice, but it was decent to drive through. The drive is pretty easy. You just take 80 straight west. But um, the arena itself was... Uh, pretty cool actually it, the arena is huge and it just honestly makes me want to puke every time I see Carver Hawkeye but um, it's it's got like a hundred level 200 level 300 level it's got like an entire like back wall where there are like banners and like lights like shining the N on like the wall it's it's huge and it's like what are we doing in Iowa City you know we definitely in my opinion, Brad and I just debated this, but we need a new basketball arena. Um, the environment wasn't bad, honestly. It I had to do the tweets and the features, and the, the, uh, I'm not a big fan of the tweets. So that just, it wasn't, you know, like it was this crazy back and forth game. It was like, all right, this is how many Caitlin Clark has, because that's what everyone was watching. Um, 14 point lead going into the fourth quarter. Katelyn had 31. She needed eight more to break the record. Had me nervous because I thought for sure I was going to have to write an article about her uh, or do something about her uh, breaking the record. She didn't break the record. She didn't score. And they lost by three. Um, So uh, uh, there's speculation that Lisa's told Caitlin to hold the ball. I don't know if you guys want to comment on that, but um I don't know if that's the case. I mean she was over six from the field. It's you know I I don't know. Someone someone else does have to step up, but I mean <coughs> there's no excuse for losing a fourteen point game even if Caitlin doesn't score. There's no excuse for that. Um someone else I mean I've said it a million times this year if, if people don't step up to help Caitlin, this team will not win a championship. There someone's got to step up and you know everyone's got to step up not just one singular person but everyone needs to step up and it it just didn't happen it fell apart they put out the box in one defense Clark was on clamps and nobody else could find the bottom of the bucket. 10 points in one quarter for one of the most efficient offenses in college basketball which is just inexcusable you know so Mm -hmm. sore sore kind of taste in your mouth sour sour taste in your mouth whatever the phrase is um going into Thursday but I mean you really just excuse my profanity but you got to beat the shit out of Michigan you know you just like there's no excuse with a handful of games left you just got to hand it to Michigan, and she needs to get the record and everyone just needs to move forward. You can't afford losses like that going into the tournament. Big Ten tournament going into the NCAA tournament. So, that's my take. I mean, I pretty much agree with you.
3: Um, Obviously, it's extremely difficult to win every single game. I know Mm -hmm. we talked about this a couple weeks ago, but certainly it's a bad loss. and They've blown some leads in the fourth quarter this year, Mm -hmm. but they've been fortunate to luckily be on top in most of those games, but it's just a bad game, and I think they'll learn from it, just like they did with K-State, and they'll be
1: fine. Mm-hmm. I mean, you you lose to Kansas State, who's now a top-ten team, then you beat them again. You lose to Ohio State, who's now second in the AP poll. Okay, you know, games you win, games you lose, games you'll get back. Nebraska, that stings. That's like Iowa football losing to Minnesota. It just... Yeah a taint on the on the record on the schedule but
3: at the same time all three of those losses they blew fourth quarter leads mm. so you have to take that into account yeah there's just
1: they need to start strong you can't have the score be 9-4 to four at your media timeout against Nebraska and you've got to finish strong they Opening the second quarter isn't an issue, or opening the opening the second quarter in the second half; those aren't issues. It's starting the game strong and ending the game strong. You got to play a full forty minutes of basketball to be able to win games. So,
2: yeah, I will say they're in that Nebraska game. Clark had some help. I mean, Hannah Stalky at fifteen, Kate Martin at twenty. Yes, but I mean, yes, the ten points in the fourth quarter. I mean, Kate Martin had those looks at the end from three, couldn't get him to fall. Um, but I think it was more in the rebounding department. I mean, whenever Iowa goes up like against Kansas State, they had they had a good big. Um, uh, Ohio State, uh, Cody McMahon. Like, I, if there's a good post player, Iowa will struggle. I mean, even on the Glassford-Nebraska game. Like, Nebraska had 14 offensive rebounds, and that rebounded in 45-38. I think just that many offensive rebounds is pretty inexcusable for Iowa. Because that's what's going to cost you. The second chance points will make the difference in between winning and losing a game.
1: Yeah. And that's not to mention, my biggest pet peeve when I play pickup basketball is when someone makes threes and just continues to make threes. You see them make one three the first time and you clamp them down. You, you chase them off the line. Jazz, Jazz Shelley hits two threes down the stretch in that game that keeps them in it. That's the issue. You know the scout on her. You know she's gonna pull it. Okay, she makes the first one all right. That doesn't happen again. We do not lose sight of her again. She makes the next one, now it's game. You know, now you've dug yourself into a hole that you can't get yourself out of. So, and that's not to mention Lisa said it was the anticipated look, but 30 seconds left there's a 0.2 second difference between game clock and shot clock and Caitlin gets the ball at the top of the key and she pulls it. That with, was a bad shot with 20 seconds left. That's maybe it ridiculous. was the des- it was the designated look, but just not not smart.
3: I don't care how good of a player that you are, and obviously she can make that shot with ease over fifty percent of the time, but you just can't take that shot. And I believe they're only down what, a point? One. One point. Drive to the rim. Mm-hmm. Make something happen. And you have thirty whole seconds to do. Right. That. And they know most likely it's gonna be Clark. Mm-hmm. So there's just just not smart. So that opens
1: it for for Stokey or Martin. Mm-hmm. It should have. What I don't... do you
3: think?
2: Th- you think other teams are gonna to continue to run that box in one? Think Michigan's gonna do it?
1: No, because running a box in one isn't just, okay, yeah, we need to run this because it's what's gonna stop Caitlin Clark. We need to run what's gonna be best for our defense. You know, so that doesn't mean every team is gonna say, oh well, it worked for Nebraska, it's gonna work for us. Maybe their defense isn't suited to run a box in one. But some variation of that. I mean, I think at this point, if you're the next six 7, 8, however far they go teams that they play if you aren't face guarding Caitlin Clark for 40 minutes in that game you're going to get torched she's going to be on a burner now she has been Even she had a quote unquote bad game, a bad fourth quarter and she had 31 points you know I think you just need to you've seen the clip of Devin Booker where he's like we're not double teaming an open gym bro <laughs> and Joakim jo- 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 jo Noah's like Yes, we are. Yes, we are. That's what needs to happen. Maybe not throw two at her, but she definitely needs to be face guarded. You cannot give her that half an inch of space. And then you've seen what happens when you take her out of the game. Iowa was vulnerable.
2: You know, in the other world of basketball in Iowa, Iowa men's basketball looked to be a, in that third quarter, it looked to be another a bad Sunday for Iowa fans. You know, George Kittle didn't win the Super Bowl. Iowa women's basketball is upset. The men's team at one point they were down 20 in that second half, and I was thinking to myself, "Oh boy, here we go again. How are we gonna run a feature on a blowout loss at home? We can't do a Twitter React story. That we've already done that with Iowa <laughs> State. So I was thinking to myself, I was like, "Oh, we're in trouble here. If they even made, if they even cut the lead to like two, I could write a story on that. But not not only did they cut it to two, they somehow managed to win the game. You know, Patrick McCaffrey off the bench, 21 points. Peyton Sanford at 21. Owen Freeman." Got his tooth, uh, tooth chipped. He chipped in My 17 points spirit. and 14 rebounds. Corny. He earned his eighth uh, Big Ten Freshman of the Week Corny. honor. He's only four away from the record from tying the record. Um, someone from Ohio State at 12 at one point. And someone that I don't, I couldn't call it. I can't remember name. either. It's not Brad Sellers. Typical. Do you know who that is? Brad Sellers, yeah. former Bull.
1: 19. I actually uh, recognize the name. Yeah. Mm-mm. He was uh,
2: like the late '80s. He was drafted. MJ hated him so. What about Evan Turner? He got off the turn. What? Evan Turner. Evan Turner. No idea of this. No, Will Turner.
1: <laughs> no. Evan What's Turner, Turner is a beast Turner from Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, good character.
2: All right. Um,
1: I don't have much to say. I well, really I mean, Brad, Brad,
2: Brad, Brad, was a big Ben's basketball fan, he goes to all the games. He this does. game. He Was not in attendance. I was not. No, I actually just stayed back
3: and watched with friends on my couch. Hmm. And I instantly was like, okay, well, they're getting their <laughs> snot kicked out of them, so that's good. And then they somehow
2: pulled a comeback out of their hat. So that was great to see. So, yeah, the, um, this, they don't have, this was a winnable game. And thankfully for Iowa fans, they did win. Um, but not, a, I was talking with Brad about this a few days ago. Um, a tournament run or even a chance getting a tournament, they're going to need some quad one wins. And what are some of those quad one wins, Brad? So Saturday,
3: they've got Wisconsin at home. And Wisconsin, as we know, has been reeling lately. They've lost four or five and really have not looked the same since the 8-1 Big Ten start. Um, they've got Michigan State, Illinois on the road, Illinois at home, and then at Northwestern. So the opportunities
2: are there, folks. Yeah, I mean, well, Wisconsin at one point would have been a quad one, but obviously with its recent downturn, it's probably quad two, quad it three. It still is so right now. Still ranked it still team. would be. we well, still ranked. Uh, this, that's ridiculous.
3: There's still twenty in the net. So as of right now, it would ridiculous. be. They lost to Rutgers
2: by twenty points, guys. So it's Twenty-two actually. Yeah, yeah. See, I don't know. I don't know what this net guy is all about, but I don't know. Okay, it, it sucks. Uh, <laughs> Does Iowa start.
1: make the tournament? Uh, no. I'm going to say no. no. I'm going to agree with that. No. I'm,
2: they, but what
3: this team needs right now is just to keep stacking wins, try to make the NIT and oh, do the well NIT there. for sure. Yeah. But for still, sure. you want to build toward the future and get some confidence heading into next year, especially with a young roster. Yeah,
2: obviously, you, San, or not Sanford Sanford will be back. He'll be sort of the I don't want to say face cuz got Freeman coming back as well, but he'll be he'll be the oldest guy on the team. Perkins could could come yeah, back too if he I wanted to. I don't think he to. will. I think he said for the season. Perkins and McCaffrey, they're they're gone. I think I don't unless well McCaffrey's val- out. Eligibility, he's oh, done. Okay. And Perkins was saying like he's probably not.
3: And I know okay. he has dreams of playing in the NBA yeah. too. And he's he's played well enough to That's get true. a chance.
2: Yeah. All right. Now we'll have a conversation with Iowa women swimmer Olivia Swally.
0: Today we are here with Olivia Swally. She's an Iowa women's swimmer who has already been breaking some program records and put her name in the records books. Um, how are you? Thank you for joining us.
4: I'm good. Thank you for having me.
0: Yeah, so just starting off, how has your first year been? You are from Johnson, right? Did you go yes. to Johnson High School? I did. Okay, so did you kind of always knew you wanted to go to Iowa
4: or um, how did that come about? I really had no intentions of coming here. It was kind of, I wouldn't say a last minute decision, but when the opportunity was presented to me, I think that's when I really realized I wanted to stay close to home. And a lot of my friends go here, so it's nice to see some familiar faces. But I visited Ohio State in Auburn, and when I came here for my official visit, I just knew this was the place for me.
0: And how long have you been
4: swimming? I've been swimming For almost 10 years so I started at a country club when I was like seven or eight and then it kind of really took off. I was doing a lot of sports but I really found my passion for it from that country club I swim at in the summers. Cool and how has it
0: been so far? I mean you have one semester done but how has it been trying to balance you know sports and your social life and school in Mm -hmm. your first year?
4: It's definitely been a real adjustment coming to college, but I think there's a lot of resources that athletics gives us, so it's been, I wouldn't say easy, but, like, easier than I expected, if that makes sense. Yeah.
2: What was the appeal to swimming? Was it, like, do you enjoy that person against the clock, or what what about it was appealing to you compared to other sports?
4: Um, definitely not the practicing, because it's very (sighs) hard, and It can get really boring, but um, it was just what I was best at, and I've always hated losing, so Mm. that was the one that really stuck with me. But a lot of like just having some really good friends through swimming has kept me going, and my teammates, of course, always help because it is very hard.
2: So how boring can a practice get? So guy, we're doing laps <laughs> down and back about 20 times. like Yeah,
4: it's probably <laughs> more like 100 or 200 oh. times. So, yeah, yeah, it does get really boring. Like, you can't really have music because you're underwater, but mm-hmm. just having, like, your friends there helps a lot. Like, the limited time, you have, like, 10 to 30 seconds on the wall at a time. So just, like, getting in a little, like, hey, how are you, or like any <laughs> jokes or anything can really help, but it does get really boring.
3: How exhausted are you like after a meet? I can't imagine how tiring that'd be.
4: Yeah, so we just had a meet against Purdue this weekend, so just coming back. We came back pretty late Saturday, and Sunday I was I basically laid in bed the entire day until I had to get out of bed to like go brush my teeth, but... Um, yeah, definitely very exhausting, especially after a prelim final meet, which is where you're swimming in the morning and at night, so you've definitely taken a lot of
0: naps. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and when you do have a meet like that, where you swim in the morning and at night, what's it kind of like in between? How do you keep yourself hyped up? I mean, do you take Mm -hmm. a nap? What do you eat? That kind of stuff.
4: Yeah, so we normally swim pretty early, so I'd say I'm up around 6 in the morning and then swimming at 8, 8 or 9. But then when I come back from prelims, normally the first thing I want to do is take a nap, but it's really important to keep yourself, like, or just keep your recovery going, so you got to eat something for lunch, which I keep pretty light because I get really nervous, so it's hard to eat, but yeah, definitely taking a nap, doing some recovery, like, foam rolling or stretching that definitely helps too
0: and you recently uh, moved into second all time in program history in the 100 breaststroke yes. right yes. have you always um swam that swam that stroke stroke <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> have you always yeah, swam that the...
4: stroke
0: and like i don't know like yeah, first I'll just ask you that. Have mm-hmm. you ever have you always done that one?
4: Yeah, that's the one that stuck the most. It is the hardest to get timing wise, so a lot of people struggle with breaststroke, but it just came really natural to me. So yeah, that one was always like my best.
0: And do you have like a least favorite stroke and like what why is it your least favorite?
4: Um, I really don't like backstroke just because I'm bad at it.
2: <laughs> oh, that makes sense. That's a common answer. I was hoping <laughs> yeah. you would say that. I was really hoping you would say that.
4: <laughs> yeah, backstroke, sometimes freestyle because that's what we do in practices normally.
3: Uh, did Johnston High School have a swim team?
4: Yes, they did. That's re- Some of my favorite moments from high school were being on that team. They're like family to me.
3: Was there like any other team that you were a part of to help you prepare for college or was it just high school?
4: Yeah, so I was on this club team called Central Iowa Aquatics and I was there for four or five years. But it was all throughout the year and the longest off period I had was two weeks for probably the past four years.
0: (laughs) So since you've been swimming for so long, how do you... How do you help yourself like not get burnt out and Mm -hmm. still you know stay motivated and want to swim
4: um i have very high goals and also i love being a part of a team like just the team environment helps me so much um we don't get many breaks throughout the years and during the season like our christmas break we had 10 days but you're supposed to swim while you were home so um just like setting a high standard for myself and then my teammates keeping me accountable really helps too
3: when you first started swimming um when you were younger did you ever have like a fear of drowning at all
4: <laughs> <laughs> not really i've been swimming for so long that's never really crossed my yeah. mind. <laughs> yeah. okay well. the, the swim caps you wear <laughs> are those
0: hard yes. to put on and like also how do you keep your hair from like not getting damaged like do you use certain products <laughs> i don't
4: and i have pretty healthy hair yeah say. <laughs> and it looks like it looks shiny and like uh-huh. nice <laughs> thank you but yeah the swim caps are kind of hard to put on i've learned to put it on myself but if you're like sweaty or greasy it'll just slip right off so sometimes you can have someone help you but most of the time by myself
0: And do you like notice a big difference swimming with it and without it? Yeah.
4: Yes. Your hair can hold so much water; it's insane. And then the drag it takes—like, I would be probably ten seconds slower in my races if I had my hair down. Wow. Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah. When you broke that, or when you when you got on the record board record board, gee, when you got on the (laughs) record board, did you know right afterward, right right away, okay, I I broke the record here, or does it take longer to register?
4: Yeah, I had no idea until they told me afterwards. I'm really just focused on getting through it because it is a very hard event. Um. So is it like... This might sound dumb. Is it like
0: 100 meters or like what 100 what?
4: (laughs) No, that's a good question. So in the winter and for um, college swimming, it's short course yards. So it's 25 yards. But then in the summer for club swimming or like the Olympics, it's 50 meters because okay. the U.S. is different. Okay. So they have to make it equal, but yeah.
2: Have you ever swam in the ocean before? Done any laps in there? Yeah. <laughs> I
4: haven't. Not like oh. a practice. Okay. During COVID, we swam in lakes. so Oh, that's kind
2: of cool. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Have you, I know the rec center the rec center has this, has, this, has this tall dive, the high dive. Have mm-hmm. you ever jumped off of there before?
4: No, but I really want to. Same I, here. I've always wanted to go off the 10 meter. <laughs> Sometimes during practice, we'll be kicking with our boards so our heads are out of the water. And mm-hmm. I just see all the divers go off the 10 meter. And they're doing like four flips and <laughs> twisting. And it, it just looks so fun. But I know one of my friends who's a diver gets like bruised up and they get concussions all oh, the wow. time. So it's actually really dangerous, but I still want to go off of that.
3: <laughs> um, is there like an Olympic uh, swimmer that you like look up to?
4: Yeah, I feel like Michael Phelps is always the easy answer, but um, I really like Regan Smith. She's a backstroker and she went to Stanford, but now is training pro, but she's just a really young athlete and has set crazy records so I'd say her and I mean what what are your
0: aspirations like for your career do you want to go to the Olympics what what are your goals
4: um right now I'm really trying to get a Olympic trials cut and the trials are this summer so starting to gear up for that but I have to make it long course which is harder for me I definitely like short course more but other than that, like collegiate, I'd say just making NCAAs would be awesome, maybe taking some teammates there too would be really fun.
2: So what do you mean by long course? What, what distances are those?
4: Long course is 50 meters.
2: Okay.
0: Yeah. And do you have to just like hit a certain time to qualify? Mm-hmm. Okay.
4: Yes, there's time standards.
2: So if you ever qualified before, you're always trying to be your first Olympic trials?
4: Um, I haven't qualified yet, but I'm about a second off in the 100 breast, and then mm. the 200 IM is, like, two seconds, but I think that would be my closest one this year. Okay.
0: And when you are competing and you're swimming, like, what is, like, going through your head? Do you, um, are you, like, talking to yourself <laughs> or, like, um you just like forget and you just kind of go in muscle memory what's it like for you
4: Mm -hmm. I try and think of like my race strategy before but when I jump in like there's really nothing going through my head it's really just focusing on getting through it but yeah like sometimes when I come out of the water after a race I don't even remember swimming it I just get in the zone I guess (laughs) what is
2: like a typical race strategy for you like say a 50 meter what's the strategy there
4: 50 free um, that would be, just don't think, don't breathe, and go as fast as you can. Wait, don't breathe? What? Yeah. <laughs> How's that possible? Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> so wait, 50 is actually the shortest race, so that'd be, like, a sprint. Okay. So, like, so just one way track. down the pool, right? That's, yeah, so in the summer, it'd be just down, but then if, okay. like, the rec center, it'd be down and back. Okay. So, that one, yeah, just focusing on moving your arms fast, but... If it was like a 200 IM, which is all four strokes, it would be just like taking out the butterfly and then racing the backstroke, which a lot of people rest on the backstroke because that's the one where you can breathe. Yeah. So that's the one I try and push the hardest and then breaststroke, you just hold on and then freestyle is as fast as you can go.
2: So the medley is, do you have to do a certain stroke at a certain time, or do you can you just choose whatever order?
4: (laughs) Yeah, you have to go butterfly, backstroke, breaststroke, then freestyle. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah.
2: How long can you
3: hold your breath underwater for?
4: I haven't tried this recently, but if I had to guess, probably a minute 30. Oh, (laughs) jeez.
2: So you could probably swim almost the length of the pool underwater? Mm Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Man. Yeah.
4: Man. Maybe down and back. You ever, like, wow that's, yeah that's our dish <laughs> holy cow have
0: you ever had like a moment where like you are swimming and like i don't know like i was just telling them like i like was like drowning at like the um adventureland wave pool and like have you ever had a moment where like you're in the water and you're like okay i'm gonna die like yeah okay yeah
4: <laughs> so we do like we practice our underwaters like our underwater dolphin kicks sometimes we had fins which makes us go faster and we just have to go the whole length without breathing and sometimes like my eyes go blurry (laughs) but like you really you just try not to come up
2: (laughs) so how long can you tread water for oh i could forever
4: Probably, like, 45 minutes. Holy God. God. Yeah, that's... Oh <laughs> Child's play. Yeah, <laughs> We don't do that much, but, yeah, I could probably do that a long
0: time. So if, like, you were stranded in the middle of the ocean, do you think you'd be able to swim? Swim my way out? <laughs> Maybe. Depends I'm more afraid far. of sharks, but... Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
4: Yeah. <laughs> the
0: ocean is just scary in general. It kind of is, yeah. Salt, especially, too. like, at nighttime when you oh, just, yeah. like, look out and it's just, like, never-ending. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. It's scary. Um, has chlorine, like, ever been an issue, like, getting in your hair or something like that?
4: Yeah, it makes me very dry. My face will... Like, there's this thing called chlorine burn, and your face turns super red, and then... Yeah, in the winter, it's really bad. I have to use lotion, like, 12 times a day, but... Other than that, my hair—I've never had an issue with my hair. A lot of people are afraid it'll turn green because I've blonde hair, but I've never experienced that. Hmm. So I don't know if it's a myth, but. Hmm. Uh, I don't know.
2: Have your eyes become resistant to chlorine, or did it still get you?
4: Yeah, so, we're. I'm normally with goggles, but I can see pretty clearly under there. I'm just used to it at this point. But, hmm. Yeah.
3: Uh, what are some of the toughest uh, competitors that you've gone up against this year?
4: Mm-hmm. So I think this weekend we had our try meet So it was against Minnesota, Purdue, and Northwestern. And I think that's the best competition I've seen this year. Minnesota has a lot of good people, so does Purdue. And a lot of Northwestern's swimmers were hurt, but they also have some good breaststrokers too
2: but you do you have any idea of how close people are next to you while swimming or no? Are you s- just focused on
4: yeah, how fast you, you're going? Yeah, you can see pretty people pretty clearly when you swim just like out of your peripheral, peripheral vision and then on your turns especially because you're faced sideways mm-hmm. you can see people but um, the hardest one would probably be breaststroke or butterfly because you're just faced forward freestyle you breathe to the side mm-hmm. so then you can see people but Yeah. When you see people, like, kind
0: of in front of you, does that give you, like, extra motivation to, like, swim faster? Like, does that help you or hurt you?
4: Kind of both. I know they're trying to keep their lead, so I know they're working really hard. But I think it does give me motivation, especially if we're super close. Then I just really try and put my head down and focus and not breathe because breathing will slow you down. But that's when I'm really trying to push myself is when I'm really close in a race but if they're really far forward it's it's really hard to get them
2: (laughs) um I think the hardest part of swimming for me is I don't know how you guys do the flip turns at the end of the (laughs) I I don't see how that's possible especially in the backstroke how you just just flip over and then keep going like how did you learn how to do that and how what was that process like
4: Mm -hmm. a lot of practice right now it's just memory I never really think about having to do a turn it's just you just do it but I learned it at such a young age that it's just muscle memory now.
2: But you never, in the timing, you kind of look at the flags, right? Uh-huh. Uh, okay. Or if you're underwater, you see that line.
4: Yeah. Okay.
2: Have you you're never messed too. up on timing? Your feet never just slammed on the top <laughs> of the pool. <middle. laughs> like, oh, I missed it.
4: Sometimes if you're at like, I don't know, a bad pool, the flags can be off. So mm-hmm. they're supposed to be, I'm not sure, maybe five yards. So then I know I take two strokes and then I flip. But sometimes the flags will be off and you'll take two strokes and you'll be either like really far or really close. So it just depends on the pool. But, yeah, I've definitely messed up my timing before. Is there like
0: a pool that you don't like swimming in at all? And do you have a favorite one?
4: Um, Of course I didn't like Iowa State's pool. <laughs> Very true. But my, I might be biased. Uh-huh. But I think we have the best pool in the Big Ten, so I love coming to practice every day just because of that pool. It's super nice. Um, Other than that, just like high school pools I don't like, but yeah, ours is for sure the best.
0: What like makes it good? Like, does like the water temperature change or is it like you said that sometimes the flags are messed up?
4: Mm -hmm. Well, I think ours is just really pretty and it's really big too. We have... Two competition pools and then the diving well, so some pools just have one pool. Like Iowa State's didn't even have a diving well; it was or didn't even have like a cool down pool. But um, yeah, I definitely say the water temperature also has something to do with it too. Like if it's really warm, you feel like you're going nowhere and you feel really slow. But then if it's cold, it, you just you also go slow because you're shivering. Hmm.
3: (laughs) What's the worst facility you've ever uh, competed in? Like pool, locker rooms, all that stuff.
4: Mm, That's a good question. This year, I think the worst pool we swim at was Iowa State. (laughs) 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 Um, I haven't really been to a lot of college pools Um, just because I grew up here. Mm, I don't know about locker room. The Purdue locker room was really, really small <laughs> this weekend, so it might be that. And that's where Big Tens are this year, so mm-hmm. having a ton of girls changing into their tech suits is not going to be fun in that little locker room. Do
0: you have any like
4: superstitions or
0: things you have to do before each meet?
4: Um, not really. I always thought I would like have a little routine, but. If I switch it up and I do good, then I'll do that for the rest of the weekend, but I don't really have anything that I always do, but just behind the blocks, I just say a prayer that I get through it. But other than that, no.
2: Do you have any funny moments you remember either from your high school day swimming or even now in college?
4: I do. So this year we had our Iowa Invitational, which was, I think, it was in December and This girl ripped her suit, so we wear tech suits, which go down to your knees, and they look like kind of wrestling singlets, and they're super tight, so you get, like, probably four sizes too small, and it takes, like, 20 minutes to put on, but they make you go really fast, and this girl ripped hers straight down the butt. (laughs) So uh, (laughs) much. I (laughs) ran over with a towel and, like, tried to cover her up, but (laughs) that was definitely the first time I've seen something like that happen, and... That was probably the funniest moment I've had this year.
0: Does that yeah. not like cut off the circulation of yeah. your legs? It does. Yeah. Yeah,
4: my feet turn purple. Oh, jeez. <laughs> it's worth what? it. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> I
2: guess you get the extra seconds or whatever. Yeah, you do.
4: Yeah. <laughs> Man, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
2: what is What does I've heard is so talk about the dry land workouts and the, mm-hmm. how they also they oftentimes kind of suck. Like, what yes. what, is, what does what does the typical one look like for you?
4: Um, I normally. Do, so we have circuits on Monday mornings, and it's like we have a med ball circuit, and then we have abs, and then a bike, and I'm really not meant for the land.
2: <laughs> I'm
4: sweating so much, and it's so hard, but yeah, um, I don't know, we do, it's probably like 20 minutes per station, which just gets repetitive, but those really suck, but I didn't do that before coming to college, and I think it has paid off a lot. Just having, like lifting too.
3: Have you developed uh, good relationships with your teammates so Mm -hmm. far?
4: Yes, they are awesome, they push me every day. I really couldn't do it without them. Do you live
0: with any of your teammates? Are you in the dorms right now?
4: Yeah, I'm in Catlett, and I live with one of my teammates. Her name's Jenna, and then, so all of the freshmen swimmers and divers are on the same floor so we're all like one door down it's really nice nice
0: Mm -hmm. how many are there like how many people are there on the team
4: on the team I think it's like 22 or 24 somewhere around there so pretty small but we all have a really good bond
2: hmm um she all live in Catlett right yeah she all live in Catlett can you agree that like the food situation there the dice I think the dining hall set up there is just terrible. I don't, it doesn't make sense. It's <laughs> yes,
4: I was just there. <laughs> it doesn't make sense, but Hillcrest is Hillcrest better. is better, thank yep. you. Yep. That's <laughs> right, that's right.
2: <laughs> I yep. lived in Catlett
0: my freshman year, mm-hmm. and I only went to Hillcrest, like, twice, but, like, yeah, their food's better, and Catlett, it's just, like,
4: everyone is always in everyone's way, and, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. like. Yeah,
2: it's overhyped. Like,
4: yeah, there's but, that one station right in the middle, mm-hmm. and then there's poles everywhere. Mm-hmm.
0: It is so nice though having a dining hall in yes. your dorm.
4: It is, like, yeah.
0: that is, that really is such good. a plus. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that is nice. Burge is terrible.
2: <laughs> I've had it like twice. Well, yeah. I, don't know. I like. A, I nice. mainly went
0: to Burge like freshman year, and I feel like they kind of like were still in like. COVID, like, protocol mm-hmm. stuff, so they didn't always, like, sometimes the f- options were just so scarce and just always the same, and I felt like I was eating the same thing all the time. Yeah. Some
3: people have gotten
2: sick, I think, oh, from no. really? Oh, yeah. man. Oh. Write that down. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <Yep>. That's right. <laughs> so what's, like, the go-to food, then, for you, going to the Hillcrest? Hill mm. I.
4: They have these... This sounds weird, but it's like a honey butter biscuit from Hillcrest. So hey, what station is that? Where? <laughs> <laughs> I was <haven't laughs> just oh, there today. Oh, I <laughs> Where? I don't know what it's called, but I know exactly where it is. It's like where? the one by the sandwich station. So like the sandwich and then right there. Like it always has mashed potatoes or.
2: I know what she's talking about. Oh. I just missed it. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sometimes. That's not there every day, though. No, Okay. But okay. those are really good. Fun, they're good. Yeah. Have you ever had the like the KFC Bulls? Yes, yes. Those sometimes are really good. Are, <laughs> you know it's Monday and everyone's just lying <laughs> at the door. Yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah. That's what you know. Uh, what's like your go-to place to eat here in Iowa City?
4: I love Mickey's. Okay. It's yeah. my favorite Solid. restaurant. Oh, yeah. Solid. <laughs> I know I limited myself to once a week, but my friends always make fun of me. (laughs) (laughs) I've never been, so. Whoa, come on now, Fred. That's really good. So they have this sandwich. It's called the Conglomeration. Very good. And you dip it in ranch, and then the fries are really good. But they also have really good French onion soup if you like that.
0: Yeah, they have sandwiches. Their breakfast food's
4: good too. Yes. Their pancakes are huge. You gotta go. Um,
2: I'm going to have to go. (laughs) Yeah. What are your other favorite things to do here in Iowa City?
4: I I love tasting all the different coffee places. That's one of my favorite hobbies. But I don't really get out much because I'm always swimming. But, yeah, I love to take my friends to all my favorite coffee places.
0: So what is your favorite coffee place?
4: Are you, like, Starbucks or Dunkin' or more one of, like, the unique to Mm -hmm. Iowa City places? So if I had to go chain, it'd be Starbucks, okay. but then here in Iowa city, I'd say Java. Really good.
2: Now we've had, what is the Starbucks order? We've had this conversation in the Starbucks. past with the other guests. Yeah.
4: <laughs> it changes every season. Okay. And then if I'm in the morning or afternoon, Whoa. so if I'm getting a coffee, normally an ice blonde vanilla latte, but then in the afternoon I'd get a strawberry
2: refresher. So you're getting two-a-days for Starbucks? It's mm-hmm. a lot yeah. of caffeine. I'm still on my mom's
4: <laughs> Starbucks account, so it's not really me <laughs> There you so, go. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Huh. It's my treat after morning practice. <laughs>
2: okay. So you say getting the same thing on, like, a February morning. What do you February getting? February morning? Yeah.
4: Um, I'd get a peppermint white mocha, a holiday drink.
0: Okay. <laughs> the only time, like, I ever go to Starbucks is... During like the winter time when they have like the chestnut Mm -hmm. praline latte, and I get it with like cold foam. Otherwise, Starbucks is just like so crazy expensive, and I don't I don't like coffee that much to like get it every day, Mm -hmm. Um, because it just kind of makes me feel like crazy jittery and stuff. So I can't just physically drink it every day. But when I do go to Starbucks. To go to. I also like strawberry refreshers. Mm-hmm. Do you get like with lemonade? Or- yeah, I get the lemonade one. Do you like keep the little strawberries and stuff in <laughs> there or get them out?
4: I like the berries. Okay, yeah, I, I think do too. Unpopular. But
0: yeah, my huh. sister always takes them out. Yeah, so, I don't
3: know. Yeah. Uh, when you're not swimming, uh, are there other sports that you like watching or maybe even playing?
4: Yeah, I like watching football and basketball. Of course, Iowa women's basketball. You know, yeah. It's a favorite. But. Yeah, I'm excited to watch the Super Bowl this weekend. Um, Other than that, I'm really... I'm not good at land sports. Like, I'm not good at running. (laughs) I'm really bad at running. Um, I wish I could play basketball. I wish I could play volleyball, but I'm just really bad at it. Who are you cheering for in the Super Bowl? I think I'm going to go 49ers. I like both, but... I don't know. The whole Taylor Swift thing, kind of. Did you ever
0: play mermaids when you were little in the pool? Of
4: course I did. That was my favorite
2: thing.
4: (laughs) (laughs) They don't understand.
0: Yeah. Well, how was it? I don't know. I don't think it, yeah. No.
2: Did you some wrestling with my dad? That's what I did. (laughs) had a lot of fun. (laughs) Almost drowned, but it was a lot of fun. Did you
0: ever, like, dress up as a mermaid for, like, Halloween or anything?
4: <laughs> no, I didn't. No? Mm-mm. Do you think mermaids are real? For sure. But that's a story for another time. <laughs> there's so much.
0: <laughs> there's, like, the st- ocean is so big and so much mm-hmm. stuff we don't know that I'm, like, yeah. mermaids have to be real. That's why, yeah. So,
4: thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. This is really fun.
1: Thank you, Olivia, for coming on the podcast. It was uh, great to have you. Now we're going to transition, because Matt doesn't know how to talk, uh, into some baseball that I'm not very knowledgeable about. Well, yeah, you know, uh, when the Super
2: Bowl is over, football season's over, except for the UFL, but no one's going to watch that. Um, Yeah, now it's time for baseball season. And unfortunately, Rob Manfred got baseball off to a rough start when they revealed uh, their new jerseys for 2024. Um, obviously, there are photos out there on Twitter, on social media. These jerseys look straight off DH Gate. They, <laughs> the lettering small. It's weirdly spaced. It's it's, it's not it. I, I don't plan on buying a jersey. But then again, I'm not. I wouldn't buy any White Sox jersey this year because <laughs> I don't know who's. you got a bunch of no names on the team, and they could all get traded. I the buy one is the either. one guy I got right now, and he's probably gonna be traded. I was looking at the
3: Cubs jerseys this morning, and it honestly looked like they went to the Dollar Tree. Seriously, uh, yeah. I mean the lettering was like basic font. The numbers were small, mm-hmm. just horrible jerseys. Also, oh, they were printed on too. Yeah, it's yeah,
2: it's. I, I mean, uh, Miles Michael is pitcher for the uh, St. Louis Cardinals already. He said like, yeah, they don't even. They said he, they don't even feel comfortable on them. Like, it's it's. I mean, it's probably they made them because they were cheaper. Obviously, like, <laughs> probably. Like, it's it's sad to see. Rarity have one negative storyline for baseball. <laughs> Because baseball does not need any more negative storylines. And, unfortunately, that's what they're getting. I mean, already last year's World Series between the Diamondbacks and Rangers was the least watched World Series in history. Kind of sad, but, I mean, those two teams I no one really saw being in the championship. Not a lot of household names. And, plus, there was injuries as well.
3: How, How about I, I we end numbers. MLB blackouts here in Iowa? Uh, very true, so very we can true. we all watch our favorite teams oh, for yeah. once. Nothing Rob worse. Rob Manfred. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Trying to listen to the White Sox game and I hear this this broadcast has been blacked out in your area. It's exactly. like why, why? You' said we be the drive to Chicago to go watch the game,
3: especially the Cubs.
2: Yeah. You got to be televising America's team. You know, oh, White what Sox don't deserve oh, uh, it. That, what what, the Cubs oh, do. Is it this? What? No, no. I said that. those those are spring jer- spring training jerseys. Look up Fanatics
1: twenty twenty four. I just did twenty twenty four MLB Fanatics jerseys.
2: Or go on on Twitter and look up 2024 Fanatics jerseys. I did. It was just
1: a picture of them.
3: But elsewhere in baseball, we have the Iowa Hawkeyes actually kicking off their season on Friday, uh, the day of this podcast being released against the Seton Hall Pirates. So Iowa's got a ton of expectations this year. Uh, Media day was yesterday, Mm -hmm. in fact. Uh, They won 44 games a season ago. Starting pitching's looking extremely dangerous. The bats are gonna be good. The defense is there. This is a legit team that can make a run to a national championship. So folks, come out to Dwayne Banks this summer, or spring. It's gonna be good.
2: It's quite the quite the promotion there. Yeah. Um, I know their media day was this week. Um, I, obviously I know a, a star pitcher, Brody Brecht, he talked, a likely first round pick in the MLB draft. Mm-hmm. Um, Obviously yeah, see said he I think he touched one zero. Oh, was it 1 I think he touched, touched like 105. 105 Might 105 something like that, which obviously he's, he's, a flame he's not going to throw that in a game. But like he's hit 100 a, a well, lot Obviously, in he will hit 100 a game, but like 105 could have been just throwing in a batting cage or something like just really throwing it all out there. The thing about Brody is you can throw 100, it better be for strikes. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like that and I watching some games Last year, I mean, he's got all the talent in the world. Once he has command, that that can put Iowa over the He's,
3: he's unstoppable, I mean, with that command. Uh, we saw it in the regional a couple of times. He was dominant, but unfortunately that bullpen just couldn't hang on to his lead. But excited to see what he can do. And also Marcus Morgan, too. Watch out for him in the rotation. He's, he's a beast, too.
2: And then um, another spring sport to watch out for this year is Iowa softball. Um, oh yeah, they open their season also, uh, this Friday, Oh no, they already, they, are, they already played they, yeah, They're that's true, they've already played three they are. 3-2 so far. Yes, they are, they are 3-2, uh, most recently taking a 3-1 to one loss to number 13, uh, Utah, and, uh, they'll be in action, um, this Friday, when this podcast releases, against Southern Illinois, down in, uh, uh, Leesburg, Florida, they have a tournament there, where they play Liberty, Kansas, Coastal Carolina, and UC Riverside. So not a lot of ranked matchups so far. The only one has been Utah. But, yeah, 3-2, and two, nothing to sneeze at. They're not giving up a whole lot of runs either, honestly. The most runs they've given up was five, and they have two shutouts. Not bad. <laughs> yeah. And um, obviously from last season, one of the Iowa's better players, Nia Carter, um, she departed in the transfer portal. I believe she's at Arkansas now. And um, But um, they landed a top recruit in Jenna Young. Jenna Young from Winterset, Iowa, an infielder. Uh, take a look at these stats. In 2022, she hit 624. Holy that, that, that's that's kind of hard to do, folks. It's kind of hard to do. And winning the 2022-2023 uh, State Gatorade Player of the Year uh, for Iowa, two-time state champion, three-time All-State, three-time first-team All-Conference. She holds the school single-season records for home runs, runs scored, RBS, and selling percentage. Like This is a bat that Iowa needs in the lineup, and look to see her name on in the box score quite, quite yeah. often. <laughs> no kidding. But yeah, keep an eye out for those two spring sports as well as many more. We'll talk more about them on the podcast in the future. But that is it for this week, and we'll see you next time.
0: This episode of Pressbox Box was hosted by Kenna Rory, Colin Botzmeyer, Matt McGowan, and Brad Schultz, and produced by Jamie Martin Trier This episode was produced on February 6th and 14th.